This is the Katie's Tech Podcast, episode 10, recorded June 13th, 2014. Happy Friday the 13th. My name is Jason Johnson, and this is the podcast where I go over the tech news stories of the day that catch my eye. They may not be the top news stories or the most popular, just the ones that I find most interesting. The first news story I found is an update on the Amazon Mayday button. And what this is, is this is a feature that's on the new Amazon Kindle HDX, which is their highest-end tablets produced by Amazon. And there's a button on there, that it's, it's a software button, it's not a physical button, but a software button that you, the user can press, and it connects them to an actual support person at Amazon who will walk them through any issue. The person that you actually get to see, because there is video, has access to draw on the screen, open buttons, make changes, and it just helps the user with any issues that they have. And it's fully interactive and it's free with the version of the tablet. So the news story of the day is that the average response time is under 10 seconds for that feature. So that's pretty impressive for a free built-in support option. And actually makes an Amazon HDX device much more attractive for any person who would regularly need assistance, or not even regularly, just anybody who would possibly want assistance. It's a pretty good feature to have. The second news story is about Netflix, who's again in the news, this time in not a good way. And rumor has it, according to a hacker group, that they have had a password leak again. So there is a list of usernames and passwords that this group of hackers has posted online and made available. Netflix has not confirmed that it's an actual true hack. They are just saying they're looking into the list. But it is a good reminder that you may want to just log in and change your password if you're at all concerned about this. And again, bad news in the news for Amazon. Priceline has announced they're buying OpenTable for $2.6 billion. OpenTable is a service that provides restaurant reservations. So basically... Priceline is expanding their services, which are mostly in the vacation and hotel industries, to now also include restaurant reservations. So now you'll have William Shatner helping you bid on restaurant reservations. There you have it. Elon Musk, again, in the news for announcing that his Tesla Motors will be offering all of their patents, which is number in the hundreds, as good faith gentleman's agreement, basically he is open sourcing his patents with restrictions to other car manufacturers. Basically the, the overall gist of the agreement is that Tesla will not sue to protect their patents if, and that's a big if, the other companies do the same. So may or may not happen, but Tesla is reaching out and trying to make a change in the patent market. Amazon has announced they're adding a streaming music service to their Amazon Prime services. So anyone who is currently a member of Amazon Prime now has access to this service for free. So if you're interested and you're already a Prime member, just sign in. They have an app that you can install on any of your mobile devices, and it gives you free access to a pretty good catalog of music. They've built in playlists, so if you can research a playlist that's been generated around a theme or a genre... Uh, anything from certain types of music to the best hits of a certain artist to special playlists for running or other forms of exercise. So, again, if you're an Amazon Prime member, something pretty interesting to look into. And it's free. Google has announced that they're releasing their fitness tracking service called Google Fit. 
fitness seems to be the big topic right now with Apple having just announced their health kit, uh, Samsung's working on their similar service, and these are ways to all tie together the data from these fitness devices along with a more cohesive centralized place for keeping medical records and stuff. Apple touted their service as a way to just walk in the doctor's office and, and provide access to that data, making it the process of going to the doctor a little simpler or allowing your doctor to actually track you, from, you know, during your day-to-day -day activities without actually having to even go in for a visit. So this is probably just Google's method of trying to compete with that service and not get left out of the market. A funny story that I saw in the news today is some fallout from an Xbox commercial which is starring one of the guys from Breaking Bad. I'm not a Breaking Bad fan, so I'm not sure which actor it actually was, but there was a commercial that starts with the actor saying, Xbox on. Well, that's a method of turning on the Xbox through the Kinect voice interaction. So what's happening is, every time that commercial comes on TV, anyone who has an Xbox One with a Kinect in their living room, which is pretty much where everybody has it, right next to their regular TV, is having their consoles power on as soon as the commercial comes on with the, with the person saying the phrase. So, kind of an interesting fallout. you think Microsoft would know better than to have their Xbox commercials take advantage of a feature in their own console. But, there you have it. Kind of funny. Anybody who's got an Xbox is now getting it powered on without any reaction from them. In the world of big company acquisitions, one of the biggest that's currently going on is AT&T's attempt to acquire DirecTV for the princely sum of $48.5 billion. So it's a huge number of customers that would be added to the AT&T service, but there's always the question of with something that big, is the FCC gonna allow it? So there's been a lot of pitches in the news today with, with AT&T trying to convince everybody that it would save customers money in the long run. Whether that's true or not, you, know, you never know, but that's the big push that AT&T is making. And finally, I wanted to mention that the wrap-up of E3 news, which is the big electronic expo for all the gaming news, and I, what I think is the biggest takeaway from that is that toys are big with video games. The, the big popular thing right now seems to be the physical toys that you actually buy and collect that interact with your gaming consoles. Skylanders was the originator of this, and you actually have to buy the game. It comes with a physical portal, as, as they call it, that plugs into your console, and you actually sit the toys on the console, and the figure appears in the game, and you can play and control them. And each toy that you buy allows you to add that character to the, to the game and play as them, gain their features. It, it just is a way, of, it's a way for game producers to keep people buying their products because if the kids want the new characters they have to buy the physical toy. It also gives a physical component to a game that's usually just on the TV screen. Not to be left out, Disney jumped right in last year with their version of Infinity which provided all the toys up for the Disney franchises, Toy Story, Pirates of the Caribbean, etc. And now this year they've announced at E3 that they're coming out with version 2 adding Marvel superheroes to the list. So the kids now who are interested in Spider-Man and the Hulk can add those toys to their collection as well. So big news. Anybody with kids is probably very aware of this already, but that's kind of the, the big news I took away from E3. Not so much hardware for the gaming companies, but definitely in the hardware toy-wise for the game makers. 
And there you have the news stories that I found interesting for today. I'll be back next time with another Katie's Tech Podcast.